This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Bring it up, Jake. last week, the locomotive on Friday, and I nailed it with like a now we dance. I'm like, hit it perfectly. Oh, I think I've got yeah. it now. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. You got it. That was a good one. That might be my, like, actually low-key, like, my favorite part of the week might be, like, the the dancing prior to, like, the college football picks on Friday. It's, it's fun. Really and fun. we're, like, halfway through the show, a couple hours to the weekend. Got, like, it's usually, like, just NFL picks, a couple guests, we're, we're done. Yeah, just the vibes are really good at that point. Like the the betting work on the college football cards done, just like nice little nice little relaxing. Like and and you do what's the day you do the same dance every time, and I just kind of like go back and forth really fast. You do like do you do fist bumps? What do you do? You do something, right? I think I I think I do like a shaking, and then like one that goes dun 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 yeah, dun and I just go back and forth like a metronome basically, like tick 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 tick. Yeah, it's really it's really good. Uh you know it's gonna be really good. This hour. <laughs> I mean, just like a preposterous amount of bets are coming your way. Huge slate tonight in the NBA. We'll get to that. We'll give you our bets for the AO Technology World Championship. Ooh, a birdie, an eagle. <laughs> this pod, your bets. we're going to give I it to you. I need on top of me. <laughs> uh, and all our bets for Game 5 of the World Series with the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. Tonight might be the final night of the baseball season, to which I would reply... It's still going on. Mm. Sorry, Jake. Sorry, Jake. Hashtag and we'll get to uh, yeah, we'll get to our hockey bets coming up in just a second here. But last but uh, last night we got the first set of college football playoff rankings, and it's a pretty interesting list. Ohio State is atop it. Georgia second, and Michigan is third, despite the fact that Michigan is the favorite to win the national championship. Georgia second, and Ohio State uh, shortly behind them, along with Florida State. Uh, do these rankings matter? Is there anything we can do in the betting market to take advantage of them? Let's find out right now. As Santa has slid down the chimney, eating the milk and cookies, Santa Locky is here for day three of Lochmas. College football is the best time of the year. The fight songs. 
announcers going crazy. Crowd. But for Nick and Ken, college football only sounds like one thing. It's luck miss time on You Better You Bet. Hey. All right. All right, Santa. Here's your top ten college football playoff initial rankings one ohio state followed by georgia michigan's number three i don't know if we did this on the air yesterday but i think tyler and i might have talked about it hashtag off air the like the pictures and videos of connor stallions potentially at like a central michigan game in like and like like a costume this has the potential to be like the greatest story in the history of life like not just sports this may transcend sports. If, the, if that's actually him and he snuck onto the field, it's like absolutely hysterical. So for now, Michigan's three, you know, until the program gets the death penalty or something. Michigan three for right now. Florida State four. Washington five. Oregon six. Texas seven. Al- I sound like a, what's the host of Chop? Ted Allen. Like seven, yeah. six, six, five, four. <laughs> Your ingredient is every time. football. It's, it's, Football, rankings, committees, Uh, 7, Texas, 8, Alabama, 9, Oklahoma, 10, Ole Miss. Ken, let's find out who's on the chopping block. What do you think here uh, with college football playoff (laughs) rankings? Any bets to be made? Sure. So there's uh, there's just like a few things to know about the rankings, and some of this will be maybe like elementary for for people that have followed this for a long time. But I do think it's like worth doing the segment and worth talking about it because we're gonna we're gonna get inundated with this like every single week and every single Tuesday. Um, but you see me staring down at my phone like just a litany of NBA injuries just came across. Basically, like if you're an NBA player, you're not playing tonight. That's basically what's that? Like hope nobody wanted to see Brandon Ingram or Tyrese Halliburton <laughs> or like anyone else. Um, they're all they're all not playing, which is kind of a fortunate for some of the bets that I wanted to make. Uh, thought we have Brett McMurphy on the show all the time. Oh, Benedict Matherin's going to play. There's one guy you get to watch play on, on TV tonight. That's fun. Uh, and Brett tweeted this, that at this point of the season, 30 of 36 teams ranked in the top six made the playoff and then presents a list of, because the idea being like, all right, how predictive is this list of who's actually going to make it? That's what you want to know. Uh, maybe if you wanted to bet who's going to win the title or just like be able to figure out, all right, what would the matchups be? Like who's going to be what? There have really only been three, well, not there have really been, there have only been three instances where a team was ranked outside the top seven in this ranking and then made it. So you kind of get the feel for like, look, there's going to be shifting, like for sure the top six, you're going to have teams move in and out. The likelihood both Michigan and Ohio State make it is not particularly high. They both can, but that's not very likely. The likelihood, like the winner of like an Oregon Washington game does make it and neither of them are in right now. Like these are things that like kind of make intuitive sense, I think to people, but the idea that like a team that's not already in that upper area, like that they're just going to make it. So like Alabama is eighth and obviously like they're, they're behind the eight ball actually literally with their number and they, they have to play Georgia in the SEC championship game if they beat LSU this weekend, like their likelihood type team outside the top seven makes it. it's going to be pretty small. Oklahoma just lost to Kansas. Ole Miss probably isn't going to make it like this with the road that they have to. So it just, uh, it kind of makes sense. Like these really are the playoff teams we're going to have to be thinking about like Georgia, one or both big 10 teams, Florida state 
and maybe a Pac-12 team. Like, that's a really good way to think about it. Like, it's probably going to be four of those. So just kind of keep that in mind. There is some predictability, at least to which teams, not necessarily what order they're going to be in. And then the other thing is don't, uh, especially if you're going to bet into betting markets, please, please, please don't get consumed by the order of the teams, even when we get later in the process, when we get to the week before conference championship Saturday or the you know week before the final week of the regular season when Ohio State and Michigan play each other. Don't do the like, well, this team's ahead of this team. So if they both just win out or if something changes, like that's how it'll be. Uh, the committee has proven time and time again that each of the ratings are independent and are not driven by what the previous week's rating was, and they will make up a new rationale as they see fit to leapfrog one team over the other. We've seen it many times going back. So just for example, oh, like, you know, I guess these teams are going to play each other. I was going to say Washington and Oregon. Oh, if it like plays out a certain way, like teams that are next to each other that are in the same conference or don't play each other or like the Big Ten teams in Florida State or then Ohio State's ahead of Georgia, like stuff like that, like they'll just flip it. They don't care at all, and they'll make up a reason for flipping it, and then they'll tell you the new reason, and it'll contradict the, the thing they said the week before. And so, like, there's just nothing. The order is irrelevant. But I do think it's interesting to point out there is actually a lot of predictability to being in the top six right now, being in the top seven. And this won't be, like, the exact four that we get, but these will likely be, like, the six, seven teams we have to consider. And you can start thinking about, like, matchups and what you want to do or whatever. I've been very vocal that I still like Michigan. As long as they don't get suspended for any of these games at the end of the season, as Connor Stallions videos come out of him doing more and more ridiculous things, we'll see. Um, but I it just, you know, a couple things to keep in mind as we go forward on the playoff rankings. Anything else here on the college football playoff, or is that it for day three of Lochmas? Now we're just I, with each new Stallions video, I'm just like, maybe they should just suspend the team. <laughs> like they're just so, it's this like, guy's such a this guy's such a lunatic. It, it's really like it's really bad right it well the, i think the question is well so first of all the funniest video clip from central michigan is he, there's a video of him in the in like the, the getup in the central michigan outfit and he's behind another coach and he like peers out from behind him and then turns on his glasses and the light turns blue on the glasses to like record like it's like it's, it's like something out of like a uh, Leslie Nielsen Naked Gun movie or, or something, you know, that he, like, just like a yeah. ridiculous, yeah. But well, except like a comical, like a parody of something like that. I guess my only question, and I don't know the answer to this, just the only thing I wonder is, this guy's like former military, gave like, had like a thousand page manifesto he was going to give the team on, like how he was going to improve their program and stuff. Like clearly, like driven would be the really nice way to put what he is crazy would be another way to put it like how much of this was rogue and then after the fact was like hey guys i got this intel like i did it again i did this crazy thing like they're gonna tell him to wear the glasses in the central michigan thing and stand on the like they're gonna tell him to do that or he's just like wants to do this and they're kind of like all right like whatever i guess we'll take this intel from this guy but like i i don't the relationship between the program and him is like fascinating it's, it'll be really interesting it, it actually, like, when you put it like that, and what nothing you said was unfair, it, like, makes me, like, pretty uncomfortable. Uncomfortable with just, like... Like, like is this like guy... This? Like, like you know, is, is this guy, like, nuts? Like, actually nuts. I mean, he has to... I mean, he, he's, like, functional. Like, he has a job with the team. He, like, scouted games. Like, it's not really about that. It's just, uh... Yeah, like what, like what makes someone so obsessed that they would that they do stuff like this? Like what what makes that person do that, right? Like that's that's just kind of how uh how on a scale of one to like the greatest feeling that anyone could ever feel in their entire lives. This dude loves Michigan football so much. He gets he's on the sidelines. 
he clicks the button and he's like, I'm going to get away with this. What is that? Is that like the greatest rush that anyone like could ever experience? Is like what he did, like being and then walking like off that field, like I got it. Yeah. Like oh man, like, like I'm I, going, you know, like you, uh, you, you I'm open going the bank to get vault. away with this. Right, you open the bank vault, you take the bag with the dollar sign on it, and you you make it out of the bank, and you're like walking away, and you're like I I did it. But you don't like, even made, you don't it. even like you don't even like sneak out. You walk out the front door with the money. He yeah. did all he did this in plain sight. Like Ocean's Eleven. They, we're just gonna walk out of there with three hundred million dollars. It's like George Clooney's just like, yeah. And he's like, oh okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, well apparently you're just gonna walk out of there. The Central Michigan Terry video. Terry Benedict coaches uh, Central Michigan apparently. All right, <laughs> yes. that's day three of Lochness. This is the only game of the four I, I don't have a bet on. I'm supposed to probably bet, well, the market bet, like people bet Philly again. Buffalo opened a favorite. Philly's a favorite in the game now in a lot of places. And I, I, it's kind of similar to what we'll talk about another game later. It I guess it should be an advantageous situation for Philly. Like Buffalo's coming off like a huge shutout win over the Avs. Like Flyers, like on this homestand have been, like it was a terrible performance on Saturday. It was better against Carolina. They just gave up a goal with a few minutes left. They lose at home. But like that was supposed to be the play on spot and they didn't win. Now I'm supposed to come back in the exact same spot and be like, it's the Flyers. That's what it is. The market's probably right. I desperately want the Flyers to win this game. I hope they win. Would I bet on it at these prices? Uh, at these prices? Uh, probably not. So I, I'll be rooting for the Flyers, but I bet it's in every other game. We were talking with Pizzola, hashtag off air about this, and he was saying maybe he liked Buffalo a little bit. I don't even know if he bet the game. We're just like kind of like shooting the breeze about the game. And I was saying that I think I like Buffalo also. I've decided, though, double cross. I don't want to bet against the oh, Flyers. No. I like the Flyers. Here's yeah, what I'm going to do. Yeah, please don't bet against them. How about this? Are you ready? Flyers on I the puck line. My, minus one and a half plus 200. Flyers oh, to win so by like multiple steam goals, roll. plus 200. Well, I have yeah. a steamroll. Like they could win 3-1. They could be up 2-1 at the end of the game and get an empty netter. I, that, I, the, for me, for that. yeah, that's yeah. what like these puck line bets for me are like, can my team be winning by one at the end and then get an empty netter? <laughs> You're not the best reason to make a bet. It's like, oh, like, well, well, I'm going like to bet this huge underdog and maybe back to our right. coverage. Exactly. Uh, Flyers yeah. minus one and a half goals, plus 200, my bet. And God have mercy on my soul. All right, let's go to Calgary where the Flames have lost five straight games, and uh, they get Jake Ottinger, one of the best teams in hockey, the Dallas Stars. Stars favored in the game on the road. Stars and Flames, anything here? Yeah, I mean, Ottinger's been awesome. Uh, I would make him the favorite for the Vezina right now, and he's not in the market. Uh, do with that what you will. The bet pays in July, just in case you're curious, so maybe not a great edge. Uh, I like a contrarian over in this game. I I don't know if the Flames are going to win, but, like, it, the offense has to be like it can't be like this forever and i said that a couple games ago and it was like this forever but like it's how about it stops here and the stars offense has been phenomenal this year like they could maybe hit this on their own honestly but uh rather than play like try to pick the side of the game i hope ottinger's really good i i like a contrarian over now that we're at five and a half and the juice on the over is like almost nothing i i'd like to play calgary in the game but i'm an american and i don't have to do anything i don't want to do except work and pay taxes <laughs> So, but yep. also, I'm not going to bet. I'm not going to bet this game. I will actually pass this game. Very rare that I pass a game in the National Hockey League, but I will pass this game. On the other side, the Abs and the Blues, the Coyotes and the Ducks, golf bets and best of the best in the NBA. We'll be right back with you. Better you bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.
brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Golfing coming up for the AO Technology, also known as the Worldwide Technology Championship. Coming up in a couple of minutes here, NBA Best of the Best to close the show, along with uh, all our thoughts and bets for Game 5 of the World Series with the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. But Ken, two more games on the ice for us to hit. We did the Stars and the Flames. We did the Flyers and the Sabres. Let's now go to the Avalanche and the Blues, where both of these teams kind of like limping into this game a little bit, both coming off shutout losses. But St. Louis hasn't played in five nights. So the Blues very well rested coming into this game. Your bets, please, and analysis for St. Louis and Colorado. Yeah, there are two really important things that have moved this market like a lot, like 50 cents, 40 cents from open. One is the Avs are going to start their backup goalie. Georgiev has played almost every game this year, and he's not playing tonight. The other thing is the Avs are going to be without their two best defensemen. Probably Kale McCarr is doubtful for the game. Bowen Byram's doubtful for the game. So this is like, you, you'd see like, oh, why, why is the market moving on this game like so much? everyone who matters is in doubt except for like nathan mckinnon basically uh my goal in this game was to wait as long as possible and bet the ass to absolutely smash uh they're coming off like their worst game of the entire season they got shut out by buffalo played miserable for a week uh and you're getting a reduced price because of the injuries uh i even with the blues like all this time off bennington's fine uh, I just think, like, the performance you get from the Avs tonight is likely to be good almost no matter who plays. Uh, I'm laying the one and a half with them. Ooh, baby. It's making well, no, not, me crazy. Because he's, he's not playing. Yeah. Well, I still like to sing the song, though. Right. Yes. Yeah, so. Destination Kale unknown McCarr. as he's injured on the report. Destination unknown as we pull up for some gas. It's a, a legendary, <laughs> yeah, it's a... legendary line. Uh, we'll go mano a mano on this one. I'll be the square. I'll take St. Louis to win the game. Well rested. Maybe Colorado hitting a little bit of a speed bump with a backup goalie right now. Oh, maybe it's Avalanche 7 nothing. I'll take a shot on St. Louis on the money line. Give me St. Louis to win the game. And we will close here with the Coyotes and the Ducks with two, obviously. You talk about original six. You, you can take Montreal and Boston. You could take Toronto and the New York Rangers. Give me Arizona and Anaheim as two legendary hockey cities here. Coyotes and the Ducks. Um, Arizona coming off an 8-1 thrashing of Chicago. I may have bet the Blackhawks in that game. And Anaheim, 4-0 on, on their road. Anaheim's playing great hockey. Beat the Penguins yeah. the other night, 4-0 on their road trip right now. Bets for you, please, Ken, with the with the Coyotes and the Ducks. Uh, Vimelka, is that how you pronounce it, right? Yep. Yep, yeah. And, uh, and Anaheim starting its backup goalie. Uh, thoughts here on this yeah. game, please. Lucas Dostal. Dostal? Dostal. Yeah, Dostal. Dostal. Yeah. Crack open a bottle of Dostal. Yeah, love it. Um, so I, I, I uh, despite everything you just said, I like the under in this game. I, Me too. Like, when, I, when I first figured out what I want to do, I was like, oh, maybe six. Worth noting that in that Blackhawks game, first of all, that's the Blackhawks, and like they're responsible for a lot of that carnage. Um, and Connor Ingram started that game. His games have tended to be a little higher scoring. Vimelka's been like, really good this year versus I think what the expectation was at least not like a top five goalie in the league or anything but pretty good and uh and Anaheim's offense was on fire on the road trip I think like home game against a better goalie um than what they've seen in a couple of these games can produce a slightly lower scoring game so not like my favorite bet but I, I do like the under in the game I have a bet on it uh we will be on the same side of this one I like the under as well give me the under with Coyotes and the Ducks and those are our bets of steel coming up for Wednesday night in the great sport of hockey uh NBA best of the best next segment Game five of the World Series next segment, but uh, after a week's hiatus, a week, a week's hi- a week, hi- a week hiatus, we've got golf back in our lives with the Worldwide Technology Championship, a Tiger Woods designed course at El Cordoral at Diamante 
in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. What happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. Or it doesn't. Or it's broadcast on MTV. Season 1, Episode 5 of Laguna Beach. Check it out if you don't believe me. It's a great episode of television. It's now time. After a week off, Golf Bets returns to You Better You Bet. From the comfort of their homes, You Better You Bet presents Golf Bets. Now up to the tee box, it's Nick Costas, Ken Barkley, and Tyler Morales. Hey, just as an aside, just because like I'm seeing things like enter my Twitter timeline constantly now, like people are really pushing the is AJ Brown or Tyree Kill gonna win NFL MVP thing. Like it's really starting to get pushed. Oh, they're gonna win MVP. Uh, yeah. Cool. The the uh, the answer to that question is is almost certainly no. But uh, but we'll talk about it tomorrow. Like it's a, it's a fun thing. Like if they both break the two thousand yard mark, uh, like just like when people break records, they win Offensive Player of the Year. Like that's always how it works. And maybe the quarterbacks are you're going to get me to do an awards thing. Maybe quarterbacks are just not so good this year statistically. I think when we get to the end of the year, there'll be somebody that people will want to vote for that'll play quarterback. It'll be Tua with a big record. It'll be Joe Burrow when the Bengals come back and make the playoffs and have a big record. Could still be Josh Allen. Could definitely be Mahomes if they start playing. They beat the they beat the Dolphins and he plays well. He'll be number one in passing yards, number one in touchdowns. Like that, really, we're not going to give it to him again. And then the, the receiver gets offensive player of the year. I. Not that it's impossible, just very skeptical. Just very skeptical that that's going to happen. All right, so time now for golf bets for the Worldwide Technology Championship. As I said earlier in the show, I kind of fired a lot of bullets earlier with my jokes here. The AO Technology Championship. Ooh, we want the we want the bets. We're going to give them to you. Uh, and Tiger Woods designed this course. That's pretty badass. I actually kind of really like that. First up on the tee with golf bets for the Worldwide Technology Championship, the great... Tyler Morales, who, if people don't know, is on a Cal Ripken streak. Works, like, literally every single day here. Tyler, you know what? Some people have said that Tyler Morales is the BetQL network. And who are we to disagree? Hello, Tyler. How we doing, guys? Oh, we're not as good as you, my friend. The great yeah, Tyler Morales good. here. Day 18. How's life? Yeah, you're legal. Reads like a captain's log, like lost, lost at sea. Right. Day eighteen. <laughs> Here I am, back, back on you. Better, you bet. And then a, I've got, a four I've got hour scurvy. stretch on BetMGM tonight. <laughs> I'm cutting social clips and eating limes. <laughs> All right, so Tyler, how you doing, man? Day, day. It's like a, a lot of straight days for you, man. How's it going? Good, good. We're still alive. Had some Panda Express earlier. That was good. So I think the vibes are high right now. Granted, this tournament, this golf tournament isn't great. No shot link. Uh, I don't know how we're going to follow half these golfers, but life is good right now. Uh, what'd you get at Panda? No Panda Express link. is delicious. What, what'd you get at Panda Express? To be honest, it was my first time ever there. So I got the Beijing beef and I got orange chicken and some fried rice. It was the first time I've ever been there. I, normally, like, we don't, I, I, and, like, this is not a criticism. Like, it just, that's, like, a little interesting to me. Normally, you don't do, like, the double meat, right, at the, the Chinese place. Like, you got the Beijing beef and you got the orange. Isn't, like, one or the other with rice? Tyler went double meat. Well, I guess, like, when when you're working, like, 58 straight days, you need your protein. You <laughs> right. got to keep your energy. <laughs> got to get that energy up. Right? So, uh, so. Tyler, what is your, uh, I'm, I'm assuming, Tyler, even though, like, you've been, Tyler's basically been in work prison for a while. I'm guessing that you've found the time to make it into hashtag the lab, hashtag grinding on some golf bets for this weekend. Uh, what is your handicap of this tournament? Uh, what are some golfers that you like? 
Yeah, unfortunately, there's no data on this golf course. So I've been in the lab, but just I have not seen anything. There's nothing coming to me. I'm going to the lab and there's no data. But I like three golfers. Uh, I had this whole elaborate golf cart. I'm like, I'm going to bet Nick Hardy, Davis Thompson, all these great golfers that I'm going to sell the people on. And I was then I, I thought to myself and I was like, like, who am I kidding? Like the, the best golfers keep winning these fall swing events. So I'm going to go Ludovic Ober, nine to one. Morikawa won the Zozo, who we gave out. Tom Kim won the Striners. Me and Ken were like, he's probably just going to win. Sahith Tagala won the Fortinet. I mean, Luke List was like 40, 50 to one, but compared to that field, he's a good player. So we're going to go back to Ludwig Ober. I feel like a lot of people just want to hit long shots and then the favorites just keep winning. Uh, since August, he's finished second, 10th, one in Europe, fourth and a 14th. Uh, one of the longest hitters on tour. The fairways are going to be like 60 yards wide this week. So I feel like uh, guys' accuracy is not going to matter, but I want the longest hitters, and it's going to be a long golf course. So give me Ludwig Ober. The streets are talking, and they're, they're like wondering low-key if like Taylor Pendrith is back. And oh. again, listen, I, I, I'm just, I just uh, report the news, and Taylor Pendrith might be back. I don't know if he's back, but in his last six events, he has four missed cuts. But when he's had, when he's had made the cut, he's made, he finished a sixth and a third at the Shriners last month. The skill set is there, long off the tee. The approach game is hashtag trending upwards. He was awful during the fall, uh, the FedEx Cup season. So and he kind of found it a little bit during the, the fall swing. So we're going to go to uh, Taylor Pendrith. And my third guy, our boy Peter Quest at 90 to 1. He came in hot during the, the, uh, the FedEx Cup season, two top 17s in the fourth. During this random hot run he got on, he crushes the ball off the tee, one of the furthest guys on tour. All of his good results came in like low-scoring events and birdie fets, which I think this is going to be. Uh, Peter Quest, 90 to 1. So uh, those are all my three golf friends. I have Ober. So we go uh, Ludovic Ober, Taylor Pendrith, and my guy, Peter Quest. Uh, so Tyler stands at home plate, looks out into the bleachers, and calls his shot. Tyler, who is winning this tournament? Call your shot. Since I mean, since I bet the favorite, I'm going to go with uh, Ludovic Ober here. We're going to point to the 18th green, and with, we're going to point at Tiger Woods on the 18th green and be Tiger. Ober is one in this one. Would you um, point to the right, 18th so, green? <laughs> does Tiger shoot the uh, like the ceremonial tee shot at this tournament? We've never had it. I doubt this it. Tournament, right? Yeah. Um, Tyler, how how much how much to heckle Tiger Woods is he shooting the ceremonial tee shot at his own tournament in Mexico? How do you say um, get in the hole in Spanish? And like, what would you yell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I would yell. Honestly, maybe get in the hole. Eyes but, on the uh, road. Yeah, <laughs> eyes, eyes on the road would be excellent. Or just yell, stay home. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I would yell at Tiger Woods, but uh, uh, listen, I would do it for 100000 I think I would do it for less than I would do it at the Masters. I think I would do it to okay. Tiger Woods. The Masters, I don't know if I would do it. <laughs> I, oh, I wow, still like think international waters here. Yeah, you, can, you might disappear. All, They're never going to find you. <laughs> but out, of, out of all the hypotheticals in the history of the show, I think the get in the hole of Jack Nicholas hitting the tee shot at Augusta <laughs> is still the best one. All right, so that is uh, Tyler's card coming up with the Worldwide Technology. Ken, who do you got coming up this weekend? So this is a true story. We talked before the show. I asked Tyler who he likes in the tournament, and he gives me, like, a bunch of golfers that he likes. And I tell him that I really like Ludwig Obear. And then 10 minutes ago, Tyler writes in the chat, I completely changed my golf card and comes on and says, you know who I really like? Ludwig Ober. <laughs> Double like, cross. Okay, I guess I guess I was really convincing. I guess that's how it works. Um, this For people who like, you know, you're showing up, you want bets, whatever. Uh, this is the least confident I'll probably be in a golf card all year. Why? Because 
This is a course that nobody's ever played before. It's a Tiger Woods design course, as you probably heard there. It's designed to be good at the things that Tiger was good at. So you might be like, well, everything, but like really long off the tee is going to be helpful. Uh, a ton of like part, like par five scoring is going to be really helpful. Long approach shots. Like here are all things that Tyler, that Tyler, that Tiger Woods, that Tiger Woods excelled at. Um, and the course is designed with that in mind. So uh, they've never played a tournament here. They have no previous course data. Uh, we have no like comps. We don't know what this course is necessarily going to play like, although we can guess, but it would be a bad guess. And so that makes it difficult to handicap versus some of the other courses that we've done. So like I have, I have players that I bet in this tournament, but just like keep that in mind. Like I, I have called my shot twice in three weeks. I would be less confident in doing that this week, just that like I have it nailed. Uh, I don't know if I have it nailed, but I'm I make a good guess. Uh, so I mentioned like driving distance, some of the things that we're looking for. Uh, one of the reasons I do like Aubert to win the tournament, and he is by far my favorite bet, like not even close. I know the price is short, but uh, recent form, obviously exceptional. He has the best recent form of anybody in the field by a lot. Uh, you know, Sahith Agala has pretty good recent form. He's won. Luke List obviously won a tournament, but like Aubert's recent form is insane. It's way better. And I was, even when Tyler and I would talk about Aubert, who's like a guy who a lot of people have bet like tournament after tournament, even before the Ryder Cup. And then since it's been like one of the hottest golfers on tour. So every week everyone's like, oh, this is the one, like this is the tournament where he wins. And I've, ne I've never bet him in any of those tournaments. And one of the reasons I didn't, I, mean, I think we might've even talked about it on the air is we kind of know what players win at a lot of the courses that we played at the last couple months. We played at those courses a number of times. We know what golfers fit and it never felt like it was the fit for him to win his first tournament. And I just, I just remember thinking like, I don't think this is the one where he gets his first win. Like it's not really the right course. It's not the right fit for him. I think he has an advantage here because no one's played this before. There's no course history. There's like experience counts for Zippo. Nobody's ever been here. So like he, like the thing that he wouldn't have over the field or that the field wouldn't have over him that they played it before and they know, you know, some of the course, like, uh, you know, tricks basically to get around. Like he, he's not at a disadvantage in this tournament. I think that's like incredible for him, honestly. And his profile fits here. Bombs the ball off the tee. He's going to be able to play a power game. He's going to score on par fives and do that better than basically everybody else. I actually think it's a perfect fit for him to win his first tournament. So this is all stuff we were talking about before the show. Tyler writes that Obear was on his short list. I, I was kind of giving him crap, but like we both like the same guy. I like Obear a lot. Uh, I actually may only bet him. Um, so the call my shot is going to be the winner of this tournament is going to be Ludwig Obert. Uh, if you wanted like a couple golfers with longer prices, like I don't want to bet the short price guy. Like give me a couple other guys who can win. Uh, the two other guys I would point to would be Keith Mitchell at 40, who like checks the boxes for what the course should favor um, and has a little more success than most people in the field. And then Luke List, who won a few weeks ago, like does fit here kind of again. Like it actually does make sense that he would play well. And obviously he's played the entire FedEx fall uh, and has a win on tour and, and during that time. We bet him obviously during that. Uh, people will probably think this is a great Cam Young course. He's the second choice, low, low priced. Uh, just, it, and it is, it fits him perfectly. He just hasn't played in two months. And I'm not in this FedEx couple, I'm not betting a guy on a two month layoff to just show up and win a tournament. I think he'll play well. I think this course should fit him. I just, I'm not going to bet a low price on a guy who's on such a long layoff. So winner of this tournament, hopefully, Ludwig Obear and then Tyler and I both win. What about uh, Stu Sink at 175 to one? Stu? Beef Stu? And he's been, he's won some tournaments, right? Before? Doesn't really, he's like 70. He doesn't really bomb it off the tee. I don't think, I don't think that's what you're looking for here. It's, is, is Stuart Sink 70? Is that true? No, he's just really old. He's going to be Tom Watson at the British Open. Like, what's this? <laughs> On the other side, NBA bets in Game 5 of the World Series bets to wrap up the show. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network. Will Brenson. 
Cousin Sal, Eric Eager. Cousin Sal could like be a reference to like one of like four or five different members of my wife's family. Uh, but five great guests on the show today. We appreciate all of them. Our executive producer, Alex Fasano. Our technical director, the great Tyler Morales. On on day seventy six of the, the, the working for the Beck UL Network, I've run uh, I've listen, run out of food. <laughs> I'm thinking about eating my own leg. We were, uh, you know, the award winning BetQL app. There mm. have been conversations of just calling it the Tyler Morales app. Ooh, Tyler, what's your five star well, play for tonight? Tyler QL. Mm. Uh, I like Kid Cunningham to go over his props. There is a five star play. You're you're the worst. You're just the worst person. Uh, I think that I think that Tyler, until the consecutive um, days streak ends, Tyler has to give his five star play. I'm not interested in BetQL's five star play. I want Tyler's five star play. So Tyler, what is like? You can give Kate out if you want, but what is your five star play for tonight? How about like a side or a total? Well, I'm, I only delve into the prop market, so you're gonna get props today. I like Shane in the same game. Shane Sharp over. I like a 19 and a half. Kate Cunningham's over. I like uh, over 20 and a half. And I'm in Cam Thomas is starting. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Give us what is your one five star play for tonight, please? Call your shot. Cam Thomas over 24 and a half. Yeah, no. Right. Now now we're talking. Now we're cooking with gas. That's Tyler Morales' five star play for tonight. Uh, Our engineer, Jake the Snake Asan. We'll get Jake's baseball bets for game five of the World Series coming up in a minute. And our video producer is God's perfect creation, the great downtown Mike Brown. And coming up after us is a four-hour live betting extravaganza known to you and yours as BetMGM Tonight, featuring, among others, BetQL himself, the great Tyler Morales. But uh, mm. we've got to give you all our bets for tonight right now in the NBA, and we do that, gentlemen, in the best of the best. Nick and Ken have been in the betting gym doing spreadsheet curls and prop lifts, getting ready for their biggest opponent yet. The NBA. And thanks to their training, they're now ready. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Ready for whatever may come. And when it comes to the sports books, they'll show no mercy with their NBA best of the best on You Better You Bet. Oh, a lot of bets coming up tonight in the NBA. What is your best of the best sounds here, Ken? There we go. <laughs> that was really loud. <laughs> what? What's your best of the what? What'd you say? Best what is your best, best of the best side for today, good sir? Yeah. Uh, I guess this is contrarian. I guess the market should have moved on this game with the injury, but like, no. And this team's off to a phenomenal start this year. Kyrie's not going to play again probably tonight against Chicago. Uh, the Bulls gave you a good effort against the Pacers the other night, one outright on the road. Um, you know, Levine played well, whatever. Uh, Dallas is just kind of cooking right now and they get a home game and I get a reduced price because Kyrie's not playing. Guess what? Kyrie hasn't been playing a lot so far. Still been going okay. Luca's got like 40, 18, and 12 every game and shoots a million percent. Like the Bulls are going to go on the road and the only three. And I, I like the I like the Mavs a lot in this game. This is down to three and a half at like a lot of places, four even, whatever. Um, short number, I like Dallas. 
I feel like we kind of, or I did at least, missed the boat a couple nights ago. Who did Portland cover the spread against? Or they won outright, right? As uh, nine Tor nine Toronto. Half they were like eight and a half yeah. in the game. Yeah. I, I kind of felt like after that game, like, eh, probably like buying Toronto at like the bottom of the market following a bad start. I kind of felt like I missed the opportunity there. I feel sure. like now this game, and I know Jalen Duran's been ruled out for the uh, for the Detroit Pistons. I feel like the line has dropped too far here. Maybe Portland getting a little too much hashtag respect. Chauncey Billups on one side. I'll take my chances with the very rich Revenge Monty game? Williams. He's mad he won oh, a title with him? Yeah, well, the Pistons are mad at him. Don't ask me why. I don't have an answer. <laughs> Probably give him a standing ovation for the well, game. Well, <laughs> Chauncey Billups, he won a ring. And now he's looking for revenge. Don't ask me why. Uh, it's a short number. I'll lay it with the Detroit Pistons. Now, and look, Jalen Duran may be out. But I am pleased to inform people that our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above, rebounding with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Awesome Thompson going to dominate tonight for the Detroit Pistons. Pistons laying it against the Blazers in a rematch of the uh, of the highly rated 1988 NBA Finals. Uh, Ken, what is your best of the best total for tonight? The, uh, the Pelicans were a bet for me on the side in their last game against the Warriors. And then we get off the air and then the Pelicans are like, hey, uh, I know the Warriors are sitting, guys. I think we're going to rule out Brandon Ingram. That seems like a really good idea. And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of unfortunate. And I don't think they get railroaded, but they did. Uh, they come off that game. They play the Thunder. I don't understand with Ingram out again tonight why the total is so high in this game. The Pelicans offense had a ton of issues. The Thunder, a really good defensive team. This just looks crazy to me, honestly. 227 and a half uh, for like a, a beat up Pelicans team on the road uh, under in this game. That's my total for the night. Uh, I was going to play this this total um, regardless of like injury stuff going on in the Indiana-Boston game. Like I, yeah. I know that Indiana can get up and down, can score a lot. I understand. I know that Boston can obviously score the basketball as well. I, I think this might be like a suffocation tonight of Boston of Indiana. Like the point spread's really ballooned out. I, I, I still might lay Boston in the game. Curious if it maybe can, maybe you disagree. I'll play under 233 and a half. And this is not just because Halliburton's not going to play. I was going to play this even if Halliburton did play. Um, under for me with the Celtics and the Indiana Pacers. Ken, best of the best prop for tonight. When did something a little different. I mean, it could go in a bunch of different directions, but uh, everybody likes Cade stuff. I, I do too, but I just made made like more of a fun kind of a bet with like sort of a Cade all around stat line using some of the thresholds you can do for the same game parlay mechanics. So I don't know if he's going to go like, you know, for 40 or something really extreme. So Cade, so this is all of this in combination, 20 or more points, which is like extremely reasonable, 20 or more points, eight or more assists, which is more of like the kind of fringe. And then with no Jalen Duran, six or more rebounds. So basically, Cade to have 20, 8, and 6, or like more in any of those categories, pays almost 8 to 1 for him to have that kind of a statistical game. And he's been a really good all-around player. And with no during the night, maybe you get a little bit of a bump in some of those stats. Takes a few more shots, uh, has a few more rebounds. I think is going to be the important one there. Uh, so just kind of like that, basically just playing him to have a good game against like a completely miserable Portland team. I think that's possible. All uh, right. So Ken going with one prop in the Pistons game. I'll go with another. Um, our God is an awesome God. How about a BetMGM? Osser. Is that how you pronounce his name? By the way, it is, right? Osser Thompson? Yeah, it's Amen and Osser, I think. Osser. That's what I just wanted to make sure. I'm trying to think of, like, what? There's something funny there, and I'm not sure what it is yet. Osser double-double at BetMGM. Almost plus 200, mm. plus 195. Uh, 
Best of the rest here, Ken. I, I, I got a bunch of props that I like as well insides. Yeah, no, it's it's funny. Flying, uh, a couple flying author. <laughs> Fly, flying author is really really good. Uh, only a couple sides that I like uh, tonight. I I I know I had the Clippers last night with three and zero last night. By the way, Clippers rolled the Magic. Okay, great, whatever. Uh, I really like the Lakers in a spot where no one likes them tonight. Three at home against the Clippers. Uh, James Harden not going to make his debut. PJ Tucker probably will. Like neat. Okay, that's really cool. Uh, and then I, the Nets, if they're going to keep like playing these lineups, you and I, it doesn't. I don't care who they're playing against. You can't make the totals high enough. Like the Nets will not play games that land like anywhere under two fifty. Like they're just not going to do it. Playing this combination of players, they're total donate against the Heat, and obviously that's part of it's because it's the Heat. Two twenty three, uh, one of the lower totals on the board tonight. Nope, not with the Nets involved. Uh, over that would be a best of the rest bet for me. So Lakers and then the Nets Heat over the ones that did not make the the best of the best card. All right, for me, uh, I'm, I want, I'm just making sure that, like, no, nothing injury, because, you know, this happens right before. It's, welcome to the NBA. Uh, I'll lay it with Milwaukee at a short number on the road at Toronto, and I feel like Toronto might be, like, the hashtag sharp play. I also don't care. Uh, I'll lay the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, what do you think of the Grizzlies game today? I think Memphis gets their first win? No. I think uh, they got huge problems. Yeah. Well, well, maybe it, it starts after tonight. Memphis mm. on the money line to win on the road in Utah. Some other props. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, I, I like the Pistons in the game, and I like Osser, but his points props now is 11 and a half. I'll take a shot on Ayton at like a low number. DeAndre Ayton over 11 and a half points. I'll play Jalen Brown over 21 and a half points in the Celtics game. I feel like he's starting to get cooking a little bit. And Fred Van Vliet over 18 and a half points tonight. And those are our best of the best in the NBA for tonight. Jake, drop the dope-ass beat, please.